Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. everybody, welcome to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number 32. This episode goes out to Paul, De- Paul W., if I can say your, your last initial correctly. We want to thank you for your generous donation and helping the show out today. This episode is for you. And I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your host of not the very much most kind of guy, Joe the Widget Wilson. And joining me, as always, is a man who I've got a man crush on. Hello. Eve Arwin. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, chat room, what's going on? How is everyone doing today? I'm excited. Um, I'm sure everyone else is. Wait, wait 10 seconds and I'll answer. I know. Why do I always ask the question to the chat room and they, it's got a long delay, so whatever. <laughs> I don't know how you would be able to do it without going back in time. Yeah, it's weird paradox. <laughs> and the lore master himself, the man... Of the pre- past knowledge, Lewis Olan. Hello, Joe. Hello, Varwin. Hello, everyone in the chat room. Glad everyone here tonight. Yeah, we got a good amount of chat room. Oh yeah. And because uh, I have to mention him again, <laughs> uh, David Adams. Sorry to be such a burden. Well, hello <laughs> to you too, Joe. <laughs> good evening, good sir Varwin. Hello, Lou. How are you two doing today? Ah, oh, lovely, sir. How are you? Is this us swimming? <laughs> Don't forget the pinky. Forget oh yeah, pinky's up. Pinky's up. Pinky's up. <laughs> you gotta use your first your first finger and your thumb when you're picking up the teacup when you're doing the show. <laughs> and joining us today, our special guest, Maluka. Hey! 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 Welcome back. Welcome hey! back. Thank you so much for having me back. Hello to everybody, and hello to everybody in the chat. I am trying this. I don't know if you remember that last time I had a hard time reading the chat while speaking. I am going to try again <laughs> to see if I can stay more on top of the conversation. <laughs> ah, I think you did great last time. Yeah. And that was back in episode 20, so that was three months ago. Wow. A quarter of a year. <laughs> you know, I- I'm okay with getting you on, you know, every few months. What? We'll have to poke at you and, Maluka, come on! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we got a show to do. Um, I believe we're going to go ahead and go with the original Planny Varwin of just going with show as normal. Sure. All righty, so we're going to get into some playtime. Some Luca has to suffer through us talking about our weird weeks, <laughs> and we're also going to listen to her week because I know she's been playing a little bit of Dawn Guard. Yes, that's right. All right. Um, you know what? Since you're the guest, I'm going to go ahead and let you tell us about your play. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, first first of all, I felt like just lost because I hadn't I haven't played Skyrim in a very long time. Um a strange thing happened to me that that just recently, I don't know if you guys ever go through this, but but there there are periods of time in my life where I just 
instead of playing, I, I like to read or maybe like catch up on movies and stuff. And I've been feeling a lot like that in writing and stuff. So I haven't been playing as much uh, as I did, you know, m months before. But I did, um, I had bought Downguard, I can't even say it, um, when it first came out, and I just started playing it a couple of days ago. <laughs> and the most terrible thing happened to me. I was so lost in the map. I have a problem finding mountain trails. I think they hide from me on purpose. Because I just spent around walking, and I discovered like 60 other places. And, uh, and actually, the Yeah, the first night I played, the problem was that I had left so many unfinished quests that, that my entire map was all marked. And so I would walk two feet and it's like, oh, quest here. And, <laughs> and instead of playing downward, I ended up playing like three hours of regular Skyrim. And, um, but I finally made it and, and, and started the, the first, like the first couple of quests only. So I'm afraid I don't have much of a story yet, but I am very, very intrigued about the storyline. I chose to side with the uh, Dawnguard in, in this first playthrough. Um, just because I like being nice and, and good. <laughs> but, uh, I will make, and, and maybe later in the episode, you guys can help me out. I would love to make, to start my second character and maybe have this be a little bit more. Well, it will definitely be a vampire. Um, but I hope to get some of your recommendations as far as what class to pick. Well, that's easy enough. Hi, Elf. <laughs> How come? They're, they're bloodsuckers. Oh, wow. That makes sense. So it just fits right in. Yeah, <laughs> that could work. <laughs> and they fit, you know, they're all pale and pasty, so, it, and skinny. It's appropriate. So it works. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they're ugly. And they're ugly, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that vampire lord, dear lord. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so you're saying that that's like the only character race that gets improved when you go into vampire lord? Like, yeah, looks. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are bad people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Welcome. You know the Thalmor are the are the like the favorite punching bag in Skyrim. Yeah. So I mean, it's well, just appropriate. Other than the milk drinker, yes, I agree. Oh well, the milk drinker, yeah. which is uh, Ulfric. Ulfric. Ulfric Stormcloak. I like to hide in my room and sleep as you go to war. Yeah, we call him the milk drinker here on this show, Maluka. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> Long story behind that. Trust me. <laughs> so well, yes, I hope to in the future come back to the show and have more news on my Dawnguard experience. Um, Maluka, what was your first impression of the the uh, the guy that's the leader of the Dawnguard? As soon as you walk in, he's standing in the middle of that room. He's uh, uh -huh. he's got like the bald head with a really gruff voice. What was your first impression of that guy? Do you think he's like a force for you know? good in the world or you think like this guy is kind of like i don't know maybe a little sketchy i think i think my first impression was a, a good one um with, i think with skyrim you never know because it's never clear you know good and bad are always so you can look at things many different ways is what i'm saying there are arguments to everything um but but i think i mean my first impression was like okay i'll do whatever you tell me are, did you guys feel differently about this um, I when I first encountered him, I I thought he was just kind of like a, a tough, grisly sort of character. And then after after you know going listening to a conversation he was already having, and uh -huh. then ending off the conversation I had with him, where I went to go do my my first quest, I kind of got the feeling 
like maybe this guy is not necessarily the um, the hero type. Maybe he's just kind of you know really vengeful or I don't know. Like I, I just got I just got a bad feeling off of him when I walked away, thinking to myself like maybe this guy doesn't have the the best interest of the world at heart. You know what's funny about that is I think something that made me happy while I was leaving to go do this quest is that I, I saw him that he was teaching the other person that that arrives there with you how to use the, the crossbow and it just see, felt like kind of like he does have you know your best interest or he wants to help you protect yourself and that that kind of a thing I just I, I think that just made me feel like to have confidence in him but I haven't gone back after finishing the quest to, to meet with him again so I, I can't be sure about this that's uh, that's Liz's crush right there that blonde guy he she adores him <laughs> <laughs> she follows him around can I have your babies please <laughs> Great, now we're going to have Liz going crazy in the chat room about how much she loves him. Oh, she already is. It's hysterical. Look at her. <laughs> yeah. Someone in the chat room actually said something that made me chuckle a minute ago. The I got milk shout. <laughs> I can just picture that. I got milk! And the big cow falls. The cows start raining from the sky and crushing everything. That anyway, <laughs> that was my really bad joke of the evening. We're adding that into the mod. <laughs> I got milk. Right. I can't wait to talk about that mod today. I really can't. Anything else for us, Maluka? Uh, no, I'm rather interested in hearing what you guys have to say. And yes, we are getting you back on soon when you get more Dongar playtime in to talk with us again, okay? Definitely, I promise. Oh, yay. Probably right after we get the PC edition, so hopefully that happens at some time. Uh-huh. And then we can all talk about Dongar mm. instead of three of us looking at two of you going... You know, start shooting daggers through eyes. <laughs> yeah, I just felt my blood pressure go up just now when you mentioned the PC edition. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an interesting discussion later yeah. today. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for that one, at least. Since we're on the topic of Dawnguard, Ivarwin. I have not played Dawnguard this week at all, actually. Oh, a curveball. A curveball. <laughs> Whoa, here it comes. <laughs> that's when you think I'm going to throw a fastball. Here comes a curveball. <laughs> I think the only reason of Varwin didn't play Dongar is because he didn't like us, you know, kicking him out of the call last week. That was, uh, no, not at all. I, I enjoy pain. So uh, that's not true. Oh. But neither of that is true. <laughs> <laughs> nope. He's a masochist. What yeah. happened yeah. was, um, all right, so you remember, Dave, you were, you and uh, you, Liz and Keth were doing the uh, Diablo off the record show last week? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was, uh, okay, so. I, I popped into the chat room. I was hanging out with you guys. And then the show kind of ended, and uh, Keth was going to do his own thing um, afterward. Oh, that's right. You live streamed a little bit, didn't you? I did a little live streaming off my PC. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, I felt like I felt like a kid coming home again. I was, I was just in my element. After a couple of weeks of spending time playing Skyrim on the 360... Playing that was the first time I had played Skyrim on the PC. I couldn't stop. After the live stream was over, I was like, "Oh, I don't want to get off now. Like I'm having fun." <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to kick you off the community cast, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, of course that was you know understandable. But um, no one kicked me off my game. Let me tell you, I, I stayed on the rest of the night. I played a good portion during the next day and the day after that um, as well. So, What's that? What's that? Work? What's that? It, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling well. Work where? <laughs> Who's got work? 
Um, I'm really sick. I can't come in. <laughs> oh, dang, he got me. Get. Oh, no, I'm in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about so the show. happening this week, that's for sure. This was a, a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I couldn't get myself off the PC. It was just... It would, oh God, it just it felt so great. So I, I had brought my... I got back onto my, my Paladin uh, character, which, um, Luca, I don't know if, if um, you listen to the show very much or not, but I was creating a, a Paladin type of character, which is, you know, heavy armor, you know, sword, shield, restoration uh-huh. magic, um, that sort of a thing. And... I'm really happy with the way it's turning out, and it's, it had been a long time since Dawnguard came out that I had played it, so here I am playing it again, and it was amazing. I think I leveled up about six levels in all that time, and I think I went from like 22 to 28, something like that, around there. Oh. So I, I ended off with, I think, level <laughs> 28, and that was like in maybe like a day and a half's worth of play. What? I think... <laughs> Liz asked you, um, how many vampire lords got you this time? I killed them all. I, I uh-huh. smited them. <laughs> I smite thee with thy holy smiting uh-huh. thing. <laughs> oh. It was... Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, had, I had not... I, ref- mm-hmm. I didn't want to get into the, the, uh, the main quest, so I, I finally started that up around level 24-ish. Um, I further increased my enchanting. I, I mean, I did so much. Like, I can't even remember, like, all the things I did. <laughs> it's just I went absolutely crazy just, just getting back in, and, and uh, I had such a good time. I ended <laughs> off, like, a couple of quests. It was good stuff. So I, I had a great time doing all that. Nice. I never I, actually get into Dawnguard. I have a random question for you guys. Have, uh, what's the longest you have gone without playing Skyrim since it came out? Mm. That's a good question. Yeah, well, that would probably be oh geez, maybe four days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think maybe three. <laughs> that's that's, that's I, mean, I, my, I, my... I imagine because since you have this podcast, obviously. But... Yeah, it's kind of a requirement. <laughs> yeah. I f- I feel like a bad Skyrim fan now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're we we play as often as we do because of 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 the podcast for sure. Um. You know, I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's really much of a secret that we we log in to to get in some good um, playtime. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, it, it all ranges. I mean, we all sincerely like you know feverishly enjoy playing this game still today, and mm-hmm. uh, we go through ups and downs. You know, me personally, I can say that for a few weeks I had been playing Skyrim. Um, you know, I I played it, you know, maybe like six hours a week. Uh-huh. And uh, I think I think in I think this last week I I put in you know maybe about that but in a lot smaller span of time I think in that day and a half I logged in maybe about no nah, it's nonsense I'll be honest I logged in ten hours oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> with me though the last like three to four weeks the network the Quest Gaming Network our our parent company for this the show has been getting more and more popular and we've been launching some new shows I'm. I'm personally um, hosting three different shows, soon to be a fourth. Wow. So my time as producer has been has gotten down to like minimum for playing games. So I'm actually really, really trying to find time to play the games I love, like Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. And I did get a couple hours yesterday. Well, that's yeah. good. 
Yeah. I totally have Skyrim in my rage quit rotation. Which, if, <laughs> if y'all don't know what that is, that's when you play a game. No one's ever defined so angry. it for me. That is, that's what it is. It, I get, I play a game till I get angry at it, and I just you know throw something and walk out of the room. I come back in. I'm not playing you again anymore. So I turn that game off. I switch over to the next one in the list, and it just keeps going on. It's a vicious cycle. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly I was I was so surprised because I I hadn't played in a long while, and even just with the controller, I was so com- clumsy. I was trying to find the map, and I would jump, and and um, I felt so bad about that. But what what did strike me is that you af- after not playing a while, you do remember that it's so huge. This game it it goes on and on, and and it's. I, I can prove it now, t- talking to you guys that you guys have been playing it all all this time. But it's just amazing. I just think it's, I don't know, it's a work of art to me. I guess it is. Yeah. I, I I logged in yesterday and saw that I had just over three hundred hours. Yeah. And I'm still finding quests in places I didn't find yet. Oh my god! You can check how many how much time you've played this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to look. Three hundred three hours so far. <laughs> oh, I know we have some fans that are like three hundred. <laughs> you're weakling. I have put. I have, we have fans that put in five to six hundred hours. Oh, yeah. already. yeah, Joe. How many emails do we get? Like probably on a on a per month basis that have like numbers like that on their hourly gameplay. Uh, hundred or more. Yeah, I mean it's just it's crazy. A lot of people. We actually don't play as much as I think most people do play this game. Yeah. Yeah, we have some diehard fans of it, but <laughs> it's awesome. It is. I like I said, I just got so busy with the podcasting that it's been really hard. That and Planetside Two Beta. I mean, come on. Um, oh, what a game! There was anyway. a little nerdgasm right there, Joe. Oh yeah. Oh, if I could just tell you what kind of nerdgasm I had when I got the email that I got accepted into the beta to start playing. Now I felt it like the shockwave of your scream. I was literally running around my living room squealing <laughs> with the phone in my hand with the email out. <laughs> Uh, you know, until I remember it, I had to go to my computer to download it. I, could, I sat I there totally counting every percent as it downloaded. I really, I really <laughs> could picture you running around your house, arms flailing. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was too. Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was, Luca, when was the last time you did you did that when you're running around, arms flailing, going? Oh my god! I am trying to remember, and I don't think I can. It was probably probably with Dragonborn when I realized that, that it had become popular. <laughs> and, I, uh, and it was, oh, my God, and then I was like, oh, crap, it's in the Internet forever. <laughs> and then I just I thought, and, and I stopped all that, and I actually sat on my computer to download it. I was thinking, it's like, what am I going to be like when the Elder Scrolls online gets into a beta and I get accepted? <laughs> oh, my God! Arms flailing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to pee, pee myself and go change before I download the game. Anyway. Someone's gonna have to call an ambulance for me. Probably my cats. <laughs> I'm teaching my cats right now to dial nine one one. When in the event this happens, they can call an ambulance for me and get me picked up. No, you need to hack the game so that it automatically shuts off like every two hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> like put an egg timer on it and go bake a cake. Holly Varwin, then God. come back. So uh, after we do a show, I'll call them the next week for the next show. Hey, dude, you ready to go? I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> never logged off. <laughs> Got a couple of people in the chat room saying that Elder Scrolls Online doesn't look promising. They obviously have not heard us talk about that game yet. Oh my. 
Oh my. Yes. No, 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 no. It's not what you think it is. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. It's amazing. You're you're hearing yeah. bad PR. You're not. You're not. Yeah. You're well, not this, hearing we'll the truth. We'll talk about them PR people later on. All right. So play times. So we got all of, all off base here. Um, the the time I did get in, especially because it was a lot of Fred prodding me to get in the game because he had to show me something. And when I went in there because he did a new update for his mod, we're going to talk about later on. I found what he was so excited about, and I, I couldn't la- I couldn't stop laughing for a little while. So I, I picked up this uh, character, little miniature um, cow slash dog, called Widget Bane, <laughs> as my follower, a painted cow slash dog. Yeah, I didn't know whether to run away screaming or to pet it. <laughs> so I kind of went with kind of the both, petting it while I screamed. Um, well, you got to explain to Maluko this this whole thing. Yes, please. Oh dear lord. <laughs> I was live streaming my play one night, uh-huh. and I was playing my red guard, who was this massive whole. He was in complete Daedric armor, Daedric two hand sword, one shotting giants and dragons and mammoths. I just got finished laying waste to four mammoths and three giants, <laughs> all in one little uh, swoop of my sword, and barely got hit. And I see this guy walking by with a painted cow. It's got it's a brown cow that has you know markings all over it. So I was in this killing rage, so I went after that cow. I smacked that cow once, it turned around, next thing I know, I'm having to respawn. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no idea how. <laughs> Joe, is, so, Joe is literally one-shotting giants and mammoths, <laughs> and he got one-shot by a cow. Made the mistake of <laughs> a painted cow. The cow. <laughs> The painted cow, man. <laughs> Don't mess with the painted cow. Don't you know it's faster because it's painted blue? Cow. <laughs> it, it's buried somewhere in, in our uh, our live stream videos. <laughs> and I have not been able to live that down, so Fred decided he wanted to add Widget Bane, which is a little miniature painted cow <laughs> that can be a follower that takes the place of a cow. <laughs> it, it, it's totally... It, uh, it's a dog. It's a dog. It to a cow. Yeah, it's a reskinned dog, but he, all he did was take the, uh, the painted cow skin and put it on a dog. So it acts just like a dog, but doesn't die. <laughs> it's hilarious watching that thing go zipping everywhere, killing stuff. It's... Yep, painted cow. <laughs> <laughs> so I got him, and I got Matthew Moat, which is our, our dedication we did last episode for um, a gentleman who passed away before he could play Skyrim, big Elder Scrolls fan. And he's in our mod as well. And I got him because I, I needed another sneaky, sneaky archer. And I didn't want to use myself <clears throat> because Mike brought up a good point when I talked to him about it. He said that it could create a big old time paradox and the whole game would just implode. <laughs> So right. I didn't even talk to myself. Got Matthew Moat, and I started tearing up some more of the Dark Brotherhood. This is like, I don't know, my eighth time doing the Dark Brotherhood quest chain, and I still adore At it. At least. I've gotten to the point where I know the paths of every mark and when the best way to kill him <coughs> is. Now, Joe, when you do the beginning of the the Dark Brotherhood chain, when you kill those people or, or not kill them, the three people in that, that shack... Mm-hmm. Do you go and steal the little hoods off their heads? No. Last time I got, I was just getting fed up with it. So after she said choose someone to kill, I turned around, pulled an arrow out, shot someone in the head, and I said, okay, now what? <laughs> I always <laughs> kill all three of them. Do you take their hoods? Yes, I take their hoods too. What do you do with the hoods? 
Um, keep them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's got three heads. Dude, there was a, there was in a there. dead. I'm gonna paint gonna my face with my your head. blood. Whoa, whoa! What's going on here? <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> so many jokes, a little time. And then I went. I, 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 I had to use the statue kill again on um, the certain uh, important person <laughs> to the emperor during her wedding. And just so people who don't know the statue method, how you get to it, there's if you go into the courtyard, you can see where the stage is and where her and her husband-to-be are sitting. If you go in the back, straight back past the audience, there's a door you go through. You just go right into that door into the room and keep going right. You'll go into another, you'll see another door that says to Skyrim, or yeah, and you go through that door and just follow the wall on the right and go right up. You go right up onto the wall, right behind the platform or the um, the balcony where they give the speech, and that's where you got to kill her. And there's a little statue there you just can pr- you can tap on, and a gargoyle falls and smashes her, in a really pleasant crunching sound. Maluka, have you done the uh, the Dark Brotherhood quest chain? I have not. That is one of the uh, quest chains that I have active right now. Um, okay. And I actually thought about doing that before uh, starting Downguard, but I just couldn't resist. Um, oh, who could? Gotta do it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Gotta do it is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> just the different ways you can kill people. I play an archer. That's my favorite way of playing Skyrim, without a doubt. And just, I love watching people finding little corners and nooks and crannies miles away from my target. And as they're walking, just taking that ridiculous shot and pinging them in the head as they're walking by, like halfway across town. <laughs> I don't know. I just get something. I just, it does something for me. <laughs> and, um, and then there's the the next quest you have to do after that. You have to go kill the general's son who's doing a security check for the Emperor, and you have to kill him in a city. And I always like going to Whiterun to kill him. Well, you, get, a lot of you get the bon- huh? you get the bonus uh, for... Yeah, bonus. you get a bonus for killing him in a city. I mean, you can easily just follow him in the road and kill him easily. Yeah, but that's enough, so fun. Nah, you always gotta go for the bonus in Dark Brotherhood. See, in every, ki- in every kill you get, in most contracts you get, Maluka, for the main story part of it, uh-huh. you, get a, you get a bonus objective. If you do the bonus objective... You get a uh, a little bonus, like either gold or an item that you can use in the game. Uh huh. And normally it's a lot of golds, and it's always a harder way. Like with the whole head of state kill quest, you have to kill her when she's a jet a- addressing the audience. Uh huh. And if you do that, you get a bonus. And it's like same with this guy who's going from town to town, and you can actually get a uh, a list of all the different towns he's going to go to and what days. So you can actually plan where you want to go to kill him. Uh huh. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> so I did it. I went to White Run, planned my route, and I waited too long. And he was already up in the keep. Went there, waited, waited as he was sitting from chair to chair. Waited some more. Got fed up. Sped up an hour, and he was gone. Nice. So I chased him all the way down into the inn and sat there and literally waited for an hour and a half real time as he went from chair to chair <laughs> and waited. No. Sped it up an hour, and I got caught him just as he was leaving the door. You waited an so hour waited. and a half real time? Yeah. You could have, like, made a sandwich or something. <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was like, oh, come on, man. I don't cut all night. God. God. <laughs> Finally, he was in town. I saved it right when I left the inn, and he was walking through the main uh, road in town late at night, and you would think that it would be empty. 
Nah, he had some villagers that were walking with him talking. Ah, it's always the peons. Plus, they always get in the way. Plus guards that were walking everywhere when they're normally not there. I couldn't find any way to kill him quietly. So eventually I got fed up with it and shot him in the head, ran over to him, planted it, and ran. <laughs> as guards were chasing me halfway across the continent. <laughs> I had, um... Oh, I was, uh... Looking for Esburn inside that that uh, that dungeon, and he bugged out for some reason, and he like refused to move. At one particular point, I had to actually like after like fifteen minutes of trying to figure out how to get this guy to move, I just went behind him and did a big you know fusro da and launched him like <laughs> fifteen feet in front of me. And that kind of thing. Well, you know the dude can't die, so if he ever gets stuck, you can just beat his butt until he falls down and resets himself. That's interesting. Hmm. I've had to do that, well, at least before they, they fixed a lot of the issues uh, with people freezing up when they're trying to go through the story. Originally, when I got him, he was stopping every 15 feet, trying to walk out from the, where you first find him in the dungeon. And, man, he is a punk. <laughs> Esburn? <laughs> I hate that guy. He the, just, the like... Old- the old man that, that helps you on your Dovahkiin quest? <laughs> yes! Like, the bugs when he first came out. I know that they, they, most of them were probably fixed, if not all of them. Man, I, I wanted to punch him in the throat. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> I want to watch it. If you do, I just make a video of it. Um, I, hit encha- I hit 100 enchanting for the first time ever. Oh, congratulations. Finally did it. Nice. Wow, grats. From, from all my black reach... Uh, Splunking Adventures. <laughs> Finally hit 100. And I got dual enchants. I was so excited. But then I realized I don't have any gems left to enchant all my items. So I have to keep on keep that soul-sucking enchant until I get enough gems to enchant things. But anyway, that was my week. I'm going to move on and give the floor to Lou. Oh, wow. Lately I've just been on a Dejic Artifact kick. Getting as many of them as I can right now. Well, those are some of the fun, the most fun quests in the game. No, I like oh. funnest. Use funnest. Use the word funnest, Joe. Use funnest. 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 Yay, funnest. Funnest is not proper English. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. let's see. A couple of days ago, I finally got a chance. I picked up Azura Star after having a heck of a time trying to do it since the game kept crashing on me at the point where she actually sends me in to the star. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. Crash desktop. No! Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I had to one night four times in a row. I just gave up and I did a Dave just rage quit and went to go play Borderlands One. <laughs> From now on, and then I turned on Diablo. <laughs> yeah. From henceforth, all rage quits shall be known as David Adams. <laughs> there are worse things for it to be known as. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I finally got it to work, so I picked that up. And then yesterday I picked up uh, Maroon's Razor. That's a fun one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed doing that one. Especially the guy... Spoiler alert if you haven't done it yet. <laughs> Please the guy's skip ahead three life. seconds. <laughs> like, yo, come on. You want to be a big grovel bad guy? Grovel more, you peasant. You want to grovel in front of me now? Oh, give me a break. Smile on it for me, Lou. God. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, the game hasn't been out almost, you know, like nine months. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for spoiling it for Maluka. God. <laughs> Quite all right. <laughs> the Maroon's Razor is one of my favorite quests, though. Which, if y'all don't know, that's the one that starts in, uh, what is it, Dawn? 
Dawnstar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. Oh, at the, at the museum. With that creepy guy. Yeah, oh, yes. I love that place. The museum. Yeah, and then I passed up on actually acquiring the uh, skull from Vermina. Totally by mistake, because I didn't realize what I was doing. <laughs> I was half asleep at the time at 2 o'clock this morning. Go, wait, should I kill this guy? No, it's all right. And I realized, oh, I just screwed up the achievement. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, I don't think so. I think there are more. I haven't discovered all of them yet, so I, I know I can still get it, but I was just slightly missing myself for passing up the opportunity to get that one as well. I was like, oh, see, this is what I get for being a good person, sparing this guy instead of killing him like I normally do. All right, I have a question for you guys. What do you think is the most disturbing quest in the game? I already know the direct answer, but, you know, I'm just saying. The most disturbing quest in the game. Maluka, what do you think? What's the most disturbing quest in the game you've done so far? I'm trying to think, but I can't remember. I, I honestly can't. The cannibal quest was mine. For the ring. Uh, another danger quest, Jane? Uh, I've heard that of one that. Got me, yeah. That one got me a little sick to my stomach for some reason <laughs> at the end of it. Especially when you have the ability to feed on people when you eat that, when you wear that ring. Yeah. Gross. I'd have um, to say the the most the most jarred. Yeah, Lou, what about you? What what's your Uh there's a whole bunch of them. Um well I've always said the the most disturbing to me and then the most tragic is the one that starts the Dark Brother quest. When you go meet uh you know, that little boy oh, Artino. Little boy. Yeah, uh, Aventus Argentino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Artino in, in his house. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a really good point. Probably the biggest one for me has to be the end of that chain. How it ends, it's just so bittersweet. Ah, you got a good point. We're not gonna, don't give away. I'm not going to give away the ending, but it's so totally bittersweet that it's almost painful to go through. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, the Dark Brotherhood quest chain is just incredible. Uh, Liz said uh, the the little go the uh, girl ghost. Uh, I can't talk. The question for the little girl ghost that was in... I think it's in Dawnguard, too. Or not Dawnguard, but... Uh, in Dawnstar, yes. Dawnstar. Dawnstar, yes. yes. That's the saddest one. <laughs> yes, kind of it is in quest. Dawnstar as well. I don't think I've ever I done can't that. talk good. You haven't done that no, one? No, I don't even... I've, I don't think I've done that one. Go there in your next playthrough right away... And you'll find that quest pretty quickly. This is like the the only game where I'm not... By game, is it in Morthal? I'm saying Morthal, so my bad. Sorry about that. It is Morthal. Morthal. All right, that mm-hmm. might explain it because uh, I, I've yeah. never. I, I, I don't do much there. in Morthal, so, but I, I do remember something about that. Yeah, this is like the only game where my my gameplay is not really objective based. Um, I just basically like I'll I'll do quests. I feel like questing, but most of the time I'm walking around, just going into dungeons and killing things. <laughs> 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 I will save thee, ha ha! Yeah. So I'm sorry, Lou. I think we cut you off like a year ago. What's going? on? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other big thing I've been doing is I, uh, I was finally able to finish the Thieves Quest, Thieves Guild quest chain. So I finally became the Guild Master. Got the achievement for that for bringing them back to their congratulations, their former glory. I, I was seriously just bypassing all of the quests, just like, oh my god, when's this thing going to end? Yeah, it's a long one. <laughs> Yes, it is. It is. I, I, I find it funny that it's easier to become a cold-blooded assassin killer in the game than it is to become a, a pickpocketing thief. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they pour their heart and soul into it. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Night Mother, yes, go, go, go meet the contact and just 
you know, kill the mark. Okay. As opposed to Vex, Delvin, Ranyol, Carlia. Carlia. <laughs> Carlia. <laughs> just took much more effort just to steal things. <laughs> that was just the, you know, just take an arrow and just shoot someone in the head or, or just, you know, cut them in half. <laughs> like, wow, this is pretty ironic. But yeah, that's been my big thing. I actually finished that up, uh, yeah, again earlier this morning. So it's been a monumental week for me. <laughs> well, at least so you finally got go. that, that, uh, Thieves Guild quest chains finally done. I think, wasn't that the first time that you actually, you finished it? Yes. Congratulations. That's yes. awesome, dude. I'm psyched. I, I mean, there's so much more. I mean, uh, like if our listeners have noticed, you know, I have tons of characters, tons of alts. I suffer from altitis. Yeah. Gladly. Because <laughs> I love the game this much. And it's just so much I haven't experienced yet with the game. Even this far into this life, I have yet to experience a lot of the stuff, you know, Varwin, Joe, Dave has seen in the game. To me, it's, it's always just been a brand new game because I still haven't done a lot in it. So I feel like, Maluka, I, I feel like I, I may have asked you this question the last time you were here, but I, I don't remember the answer to it. Um, what's What's your... What's your play style? Are you kind of like Lou, where you you make a lot of characters and you like you're like an altaholic, or do you stick with one? And what's really like your preferred play style? I think I prefer less characters and more, spending more time with them. Um, just because starting, I, I get I get um, used to to the to the how can I say that this is the mechanics of of that character right. and I have you know I have a bad memory to begin with and so just switch I'm not one of those people that are able to switch to different ones and adjust quickly um so I so I do enjoy having one or two or maybe three but um I'm thinking of my MMO days I think I had like four characters at one point but it was stretching it um but yes, and I play. I usually I'm a very slow player because I I can't leave any box unturned or, or like a treasure chest or anything. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. I do these, and, and I cannot leave like, like just a, a quick example with Diablo. I cannot leave even the tiniest spot of the map shady. I can't. It it pisses me off. I have to like go to every corner of the map. So I know I know about one achievement you got in Warcraft then. <laughs> Now I remember you saying that you you played a hunter in um, in Warcraft. Are, are you do you prefer ranged like Joe, or are you more melee, or or do you do uh, magic in Skyrim? I definitely prefer range. I prefer magic because I just like the lights and stuff, and 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 the idea of of spells. You know, of having all the spells. pretty colors. Exactly, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's super cool, and and um, the the thing about range for me with with weapons in it, besides M- MMOs where they are like auto uh, uh what's it auto aim auto attack uh, yeah um the thing about that is I, I panic and I do not have the best aim so it's um like the crossbow for me I tried it out and it was fine for like two minutes and then I just rage quit the crossbow <laughs> and moved back to <laughs> to other things uh but yes I, I do prefer ma- magic is my favorite by far but I am thinking of my next character maybe making it a, a warrior and a more melee type um, just to, to try it out. So, Dave, what about your playthrough, man? Well, as you all know, I've been starting a new character trying to get it up doing the uh, Conjuration dual wield, which I love conjuring my own weapons. It's the way to go. But um, 
I I put a lot of effort into starting my character in uh, doing pickpocketing, and then anything I pickpocket, I sell. So my speechcraft has been rising. Anything I pickpocket that I can blacksmith, I've been blacksmithing. All in all, by the time I got bored and was actually getting into the game from doing my just my tedium of of pickpocket speechcraft blacksmith thing, I got myself up to uh, level twenty two. Wow. Yeah, so I start walking into the game at level 22. Just in case y'all want to know, enemies gain level with you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you are walking into a cave with 15 level on your har- your heavy armor and 15 level on your dual-wielding swords, they're going to eat you. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, but pretty much, I, I spent maybe four times as long getting through these dungeons testing out this mod for uh, Fred. I was doing the whole QGN thing. If I didn't have Liz as my follower being all crazy and blowing things up with her magic, I would not have survived that first dungeon. <laughs> so, and I'm talking about the one where right outside of, of Riverwood where you where you have to go and get the Dragon Claw. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh my By god. Oh, Bleak Barrel? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Bleak I, I finished the thing. Thank God, I got to the end. And you know how there's that chest right there at the end, right next to the dude who rises up and is all like, "Roar! I have a dragon tablet." Um, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there's that chest right at the end. I opened it up. I was such high of a level that I got Meridia's beacon out of that first chest, out of my first dungeon. Wow. If you don't know what that is, that's the, the quest item to start the Dawnbreaker sword quest line. Yeah, that's uh, the little thing that, that's, it's a little, it looks like a disco ball. Yes, it's totally the pure white soccer ball of doom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, soccer balls aren't pure white. No, they're not. Well, no, this one is. It's totally, it looks like a soccer ball that somebody just, you know, is all like, I'm maliciously painting the black spots white. You know? It's got FIFA and Dovakin language on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not sure where to go with that. But it is. It, since it's a, it's a Daedric artifact, it's evil. It is the most evil, cute-looking orb ever. But, yeah, I, I finally got through it. I, I My dude is actually didn't even gain a level from going through that place. Um, so he's, he's still level 22, but I think I'm going to have a little bit of an issue getting my, you know, armor and a- attack skills up to where I need to be to be able to survive. It was hilarious. I did the, the dragon thing where the dragon came down and I had to fight it for the first time. It hit me once with fire breath and then ate me in one bite. <laughs> yeah, I've been having that issue with encountering nothing but elder dragons lately. Yeah, I've become lunch for dragons. Way yeah, I fought. You know what? I fought a, a, an ancient uh, dragon. I think it, they're, they're ancient dragons, right? Really, guys? <clears throat> Y'all are gonna try to discount what I I just said? Y'all are like, oh, I'm fighting ancient dragons. Oh, I got some some crazy <laughs> dragon. I got killed by the first dragon in the game. Well, stop, stop <laughs> sucking, Mister Sucks a lot. The hell. <laughs> he ate me. Kill dragons. Stop pickpocketing, you thief. <laughs> <sighs> I, I was very sad. 
I know I'm level 42, and that's why I get nothing but Elder Dragons, but still, I don't like them. <laughs> what's, the diff- <laughs> yeah, what, what's the difference with the Elder Dragons? Like, what, what's, what's going on with these things? They're older. They eat you. They- More power. Unlimited power. <laughs> they are jerks, is what they are. They, they act just like every other dragon, but when they blow their breath at you, it, it stings a bit. Ah, gotcha. And then they'll walk up to you and chomp, even when you have three quarters of your health still a lot, still there, it'll just chomp and you're dead, swishes you around, throws you on the ground, no more left. Hmm. I don't know. I've always had this thing against Elder Dragons. They just don't mesh well with me. Every other dragon, no problem. Pew, pew, they're dead. Hey, whoop you good, these Elder Dragons. It's the Elder Dragons. Elder, elder Dragons. You need to kill them with elderberries. <laughs> oh, bad joke number two. I'm on a roll. All right. <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to say before we move on to the Tamriel time? To the uh, enormous elephant in the room that we, we've been needing to get off our chest the last 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's uh, get this. I'm going to do a little disclaimer before we get into it, but yeah. we'll get into that. Take off All our right chains, now. Daddy. Let's do this. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Oh, Ew. my. Confirmation by Imperial State. Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Jarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times. Your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in the Tamriel Times, your official and community news. As I'm sure that most of you are aware, today is the 26th and there is no Dawnguard for the PC or PS3. We have a lot of information on this, but before we get into this, just be warned, ladies and gentlemen, this is not going to be a discussion in favor of Bethesda. So, just be understand that, and we are not in any way, shape, or form hating or despising or any such indication for the Xbox 360. Not in the slightest. This is strictly for the PC and PS3 players. All right, Yvonne, get us started. All right, Bethesda states Dawnguard has not been announced for other platforms. All right, uh, I'm going to throw the BS card down on this one. All right, one, two, three, BS card. <laughs> You've been issued the BS, BS card. card. All right, Bethesda states Dawnguard has not been announced for other platforms. In a stunning move today, the crew at Bethesda states they have not announced plans to release Dawnguard to the PC, PS3 markets. The announcement comes as an answer to a fan's repeated inquiry when the expansion will be released, citing the 30 days of exclusive coverage for the 360 has ended. A forum post from Senior Community community Manager G-Staff states, in quotes, We have not announced release plans for Dawnguard on platforms other than Xbox 360, which is available worldwide. As soon as there's any new information to share, we'll let everyone know. A tweet from Pete Hines, who can be found at DC Deacon, D-E-A-C-O-N, who is the Marketing Public Relations Vice President of Bethesda. Make sure you show him your love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Marketing uh, Public Relations Vice President of Bethesda states, in quotes, We have not announced Dawnguard for any other platform, nor given a timeline for any such news. If we had news, I promise I'd tell you. Heinz then further stated, I was simply stating that expecting, demanding something today is unfounded. Not that news is never coming. 
Further inquiries have found statements from Bethesda saying patch 1.7 is required for Dawnguard. But this isn't true. Patch 1.7 is not necessary for Dawnguard. What is necessary is patch 1.6, the mounted combat patch, a patch that will be included in patch 1.7 for the PS3 folks who have not had their system updated yet. 360 and PC already have patch 1.6. 1.7 is in beta right now, and it's available on Steam. You know, before I let uh, Dave open up on this subject, I'm going to first want to say that the, the thing that got me the most angry today was Heinz further stated was saying that expecting slash demanding something today is unfounded. I don't know what rock he's been living under. But anyway, um, Maluka, before we go ballistic on this, do you have any thoughts on this? Well, I play on 360. I do not own a PC, so I obviously have been able to get the patch. Um, I do, do not have really any comments. I, I will listen to what you guys have to say, but... Um, I am just, you know, I just learned about this recently, and and um, and yeah, tell me, tell me your thoughts. All right, before I let myself and Dave go into this, I'm gonna let Lou go first, and then Ivar one. Well, uh, to say I'm not angry, you know, I that just just be a straight up lie. Uh, very disappointed. I mean, to tell players that it's going to be exclusive on the Xbox for a certain amount of days, and then to somehow be try slick. About this and say, oh well, we we never announced any plans for the other platforms. Okay, so so what are you trying to say? I, I, I guess it, it really just angers me the fact that you know they put out the statement saying we well we never said we were going to release it for the other platforms. I'm sorry, what what, what is that? Hey, this is this is absolutely killing me. I got to do this. I got to do it now. Bethesda, in what world do you think it was okay? to alienate 15 million players when you said, okay, we're going to release this highly anticipated expansion on Xbox 360 for 30 days after seven months of waiting. Oh, and by the way, we're not sure if and when everyone else is going to get it now. What world do you live in where that is okay? Right. It, it just That just doesn't sit well with me. The fact that you know this this move kind of smacks their PC and PS3 fans in the face, saying, "Well, we don't consider you important enough to give you the time of day to give you an expected uh, timeline as to when you'll see this content." Um, and you know that tweet from Mr. Hines just saying that, "Well, <laughs> we have not announced Donkar for any other platform." You're given a timeline for any such news. We had, I probably should tell you. Well, Mr. Hines, you need to get out there and do something about this. As Joe just stated, you just alienated, or you might, I think you do want to alienate two-thirds of your player base. All right, let's, let's stop the opponents about it. The Xbox 360 is one-third. PC, PS3, make it the other two-thirds of your market. Let's see, coming from my own corporate background, I'd say you're pissing off two-thirds of your community. And that's a bad in actual move. reality. If I, I didn't know, have my boss, that, I'd be fired. Yeah. I know in reality, though, 360 does make up half of their market, with the PC and PlayStation 3 making up the share of the other half. Um, but still, that's half of your player base. Half. That you're, you're probably going to lose half of them right now because of today. But before I go any further, Ivaro, what are your thoughts on this? 
I'm disappointed. Um, I'm disappointed that I waited 30 days uh, expecting to be able to play Dawn Guard on my preferred platform. Um, I've played it on the 360. I, I bought it on the 360 uh, for the show is really why I did it. Um, not that I don't enjoy playing video games on, on my Xbox, but, you know, we've always said, and I've always said, you know, I just, i rather play this game on the PC. So I, I waited patiently for 30 days. And we've, we've always been a little critical about that 30-day wait from the outset. In the very beginning, okay, and this is what infuriates me. And I don't think I'm alone in this, in this, in being angry. I, I think most Skyrim players are upset, hurt, feeling a little betrayed and lied to, and furious with these comments, these, these, this, this news release. What infuriates me is the tone of their initial release of this of Dawnguard. Okay, they said Dawnguard will be released on the 360 for the first 30 days. It will be given exclusive release on the 360 for 30 days. What does that... What else could that possibly mean for the PC and the PS3, which Skyrim is available for? That yeah, no if kidding. you play the PC and the PS3, okay, that... You'll have to wait 30 days, and then you'll get you'll get Dawnguard. All right, that's why everyone assumed that Dawnguard would come out after those 30 days. Was it expressly said? No, it never was expressly said. Okay, but you, Bethesda, you're you're not pulling the wool over our eyes. You're just making us angry. Okay, I feel like you insulted my intelligence when you came out with this. This. Let's be honest. PR spin nonsense. That yeah, fire fire a PR department today. Gone. Give someone else that knows how to actually handle this kind of thing. Right. I mean, this is uh, uh, completely unacceptable to say to to say, and I quote: "We have not announced release plans for Dawnguard on platforms other than the Xbox." Would you say that you have released? Hello, Thunder. <laughs> That was I me being angry. That's our tones. mood. <laughs> Just in case y'all wanted to know. Thor. <laughs> Perfect soundtrack. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, Thor, Thor, Thor Thor agrees with us. He agrees. <laughs> he agrees so hard that he's making that sound. <laughs> when when you say that that uh, you know this game is coming out for one console uh, exclusively for thirty days. Everyone's going to assume, and you know everyone is going to assume, assume Bethesda, and you knew this is what was coming out. It's not like every Skyrim player out there has not been vocal about the fact that they are anticipating this to be released on the PC and the PS3 after those 30 days. If that was never the case, why didn't you say that? You either lied by omission back then, or you're lying now, and that is insulting, infuriating, frustrating, and quite honestly, that makes the rest of us lose faith in, in the kind of corporation you're running. Right. It's, it's very condescending because they could probably go back and say, well, we technically we never said anything, so you can't get us there. Well, yeah, we could. And, and I am. <laughs> I personally will say, well, you said 30 days to the Xbox. Any normal person would assume logically 
all right, after 30 days, I can expect to see it available for my platform, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the logical question, and that's the logical thing to assume. I waited up until 3 o'clock in the morning last night, refreshing Steam. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those people that was ready to throw $20 at Bethesda right now. Um, I am actually really curious about what Dave has to say about this. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's get it on. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. First off, hi. Oh, hold on. Hold on. One, one oh, second. One second. Man, Dave. come on. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yourself. <laughs> okay, now it's official. Right, we're good? Go for it. All it's right. a DNA rant. We're good. <laughs> All right. First off, let's start it out by making this thing personal. Hi, my name's Dave Deenforce Adams. I live in the South. Hi, Dave. Hi, hi, y'all. Hi, Dave. If y'all don't know this, I was raised to be a good old Southern boy. All right? What that means is that if you tell someone anything, if you leave out any part of the truth, you are making a lie of omission. You are not telling the truth by not telling the whole truth. This, just in case anyone wanted to know, is Bethesda lying to you? This is a lie. To say that this information could not have gotten out sooner is a bold-faced lie. People have money that they need to pay toward gas. I filled up only a half of a tank this week, so I'd have the money to be able to purchase this expansion. They, This is not acceptable. In this day and age... People are expecting things like, oh, you know, game releases. If they're going to save up for it, that money's going to go toward that. I have expenditures. I could be putting that money toward elsewhere. This is not acceptable in a financial situation. Now, that being said, let's move on to the point that the what was said today, I'd, I'd like to say we actually announced what was said out of order in this segment. The first thing we saw today was Pete Hines saying we have not announced Dawn Guard for any other platform nor given a timeline for such news. If we had news, I promise I'd tell you. Now, that may be us putting in a little bit of words in his mouth, but really, for the tone of the situation, that was unacceptable wholly. No, that you're not putting words in his mouth. That was a direct quote that came from him, and the well, tone no, of it was extremely... The tone made him come off like, you know, a jerk. Very simply, this is... I wouldn't speak to my cat this way. If I met this dude in real life and he was speaking to me like that, especially since I'm a, a customer who's holding out $20 in his face asking, hey dude, please let me buy your game. I'll tell you right now, I may purchase Dawnguard only because I'm on this show, but they have other games releasing that I will come hell or high water, I will not be purchasing because of the way that this was done. Bethesda has lost me majorly as a, as a, you know, a, a, one of their followers. I'm, I'm, I'm not cool with this. And, and for this to be said in the way it was said from Pete Hines, just in case we haven't said it earlier, I think we had, he's the VP, Vice President of Marketing and Public Relations of anybody in this world who has the possibility of knowing exactly what's on the mind of the public, it would be the guy who has relations with the public. 
this dude is the guy who should have been knowing and expecting that we would be expecting slash demanding something today. But let me go, go a little bit further and use another one of his statements and say that I was not stating that expecting slash demanding something today is unfounded. Or I'm sorry, I was simply stating that expecting slash demanding something today is unfounded. It's cute how they wait exactly 30 days the exact day that we are expecting something to come out and say this. It's unacceptable. If they said this a week after they announced that it was going to be released, you know, I'd be angry, but I would not be this angry. If they said it the, the, the first day that this was coming out that, hey guys, Dawn Guards will be able to release it on the Xbox and it'll take a little while even past the, the exclusivity point that we'll be able to release it elsewhere, that'd be cool. You know, I'd be okay with that. This is unacceptable. Silence is withholding the truth. Especially when they at no point have stated that this will be exclusive only to the Xbox. Today is the first time they have ever said that. Yes, they've not given a date, but they've implied it. Well, another reason why they probably came out today is because of the uproar of the community that came out today. You know, but I, I don't still think feel. They it and... I don't feel that that's an excuse. I feel that the VP of the public relations sector of Bethesda should have had his, you know, hand on the pulse of the community and not, you know, up the butt of QuakeCon the whole time. Or, you know, what's this other game that they're trying to pitch at us that I'm not going to be purchasing now? You know, what? I don't even want to go into that because that's, yeah, you know, completely off the subject. Yeah. The point is is that this is wrong. The way that they're treating their their public is they're basically saying now they're trying to cover their butts because they got in trouble. We called them on their their BS and now they're they're like, "Oh, well, we didn't say that. What are you trying to do? Run for the presidency? You're not trying to cover yourself up. Come on." The uh the show tweeted at at DC Deacon today. Uh, that's DC D E A C O N, by the way, DC Deacon, um, asking, can we expect Dawn Guard for the PC and PS3? We've never been answered. And now I, I don't expect, you know, um, you know, Mr. Hines here to, to tweet back at our show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> personally, although it would be nice considering we are. Uh, and this is the only time you'll ever hear me say this because I, I don't want to be obnoxious. But even though we are the only and number one Skyrim podcast on iTunes and Zune, okay, doing this, all right, Bethesda, we're helping you sell your game. It'd be nice if you said something back to us. I asked you a question. Can we expect Dawn Guard for the PC or the PS3? It would be nice since we've been helping you sell your game for nine months, and I've got a string of emails, hundreds of emails, of people telling me, stumbled on your show, great show, bought the game, having a great time. Okay? We have helped you sell boxes. I would like a little tweet. Just to answer this one thing, if I ask nothing else of you, please answer us back if we can expect this. It would be really nice of you. I've been trying to get one of their devs on this show since the beginning. I've never heard a response back and from that, them. And so. that's fine. You know what? They're busy. I get that. They're making awesome games. But a one tweet back over here would be amazing 
if they could say this. And I'm only asking because we're not the only ones asking at all. There are a lot of fans of this game that are asking, can we expect Dawnguard for the PC and the PS3? And you're not answering them either. And that's what I'm angry over. Yeah, really. And I think they might be scared thinking, um, no. They said no, no that they're not going to release it for those two consoles. They would have such an uproar. You know, it wouldn't be funny. Do you know how many? Do you know how many boxes of Skyrim Maluka has sold? <laughs> okay, she hasn't asked for a single dollar. She sings because she enjoys it, and she sings about Skyrim because she's a fan of the game. Okay, uh, you know, we're not we're not obnoxious here. We don't have big heads. Well, we, we just we just want to tweet, guys. Bethesda at DC Deacon. You know, you're in your picture standing there with your arms folded like you're the authority on something. Please be authoritative and say something about what's going on here. The rest of us would like to know. You throw out a, a tweet with a, a highly, uh, you know, uh, snarky attitude. And then, you know, so much so where someone calls you out on, you have to defend yourself. Please say something back that we can at least cling on to. Save a little face here and let us know when this is coming out. All right. Now that we got that out of our, our systems for now. Right. Let's move on to some news from our boys at Zenimax. I love these guys. Right. We have been talking to Zenimax. They're great. All right. So uh, Zenimax Online Studios, who is the, the studio that is uh, creating Elder Scrolls Online, has a new contest coming out called Sun's Height Lore Contest, which was announced from Zenimax Online Studios. Tuesday, July 24th, Zenimax Online Studios announces their new contest for Zenimax Online and ESO Swag. Here's a quote from BethBlog.com that explains their contest. And I quote, mm. Calling all Tamriel historians and lore masters. That's Lou. <laughs> Starting today, we're kicking off the Sun's Height Lore Contest. This contest runs through the end of Sun's Height, which is July 31st. <laughs> so the, the contest is named after the month of July, because that's what July is. In, in, okay. Uh, on the anyway. official The Elder Scrolls Online Twitter account. Uh, let's see. All right. We'll, we'll put your knowledge of The Elder Scrolls lore to the test. Be one of the first 100 people to correctly answer each question for a chance to win a prize pack of awesome Elder Scrolls Online and ZeniMax Online Studios loot. The contest will run from Tuesday, July 24, 2012 to Tuesday, July 31st, 2012. And those who follow their Twitter account, which is TES Online, at TES Online, we'll see in total six lore trivia questions asked during the week long duration. You must be 18 or older, valid ID, legal resident of the U.S. or a member of the European Union, and verification may be required. Go to BethBlog.com for more information and how to enter and the rules contests as uh, the rules of the contest as well. Every winner will receive a prize package, which includes an Elder Scrolls Online t-shirt, a ZeniMax Online Studios baseball hat, and an Elder Scrolls Online poster signed by the members of the Elder Scrolls Online development team. I'm becoming fans of these guys. I might have to try it out. Hey, Lou, what's the answer? <laughs> 42. <laughs> the answer is always 42. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> Hey, Maluka, well, you've been really silent this last uh, 20 minutes or so. I think Do you have any thoughts? Uh, no. 
I am nervous about singing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, no worries, no worries. We'll take a little bit of a break off the air before we get into the next segment, so don't worry about it. Okay, okay. What about the, what about the chat room? I mean, uh, you know, I know it's going to take a little bit for the chat room to to answer us back, but guys in the chat room, I mean, you, you know, you're you're uh, the front line over here. What what do you have to say oh. about this stuff? One thing I want to address: some people were saying that this is a boring part of the show because we talked about. Elder Scrolls Online. Um, obviously, you haven't heard our point five shows. Go back to Elder Scrolls yeah, man. off the record and listen to our point five shows. Your opinion will change. Yeah, I've, I've never heard anyone not have a bit of a change of opinion after listening to those shows, especially since we go through point by point and explain what the game's going to be about. Maybe yep. maybe we should um, repost it or something. Yeah, we probably should. You know, just kind of just copy and paste it and just put it back on the uh, the main feed there. And, That's, like, tweet about yeah. it a little bit. I think that would be good. Yeah, just to kind of spread it around. What, yeah. Whatever you think, Joe. If you want me to do it, I'll, I'll be more than happy just to copy and paste it and drop it in. All righty. Um, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next segment. I know a lot of the fans in the chat room are anticipating our next segment. Yes. Um, Maluka's nervous. So <laughs> we'll be right back in the Bannered Mare. Welcome to the Battered Mare. What can I get you? And here we are in the Bannered Mare. You're normally what we consider to be our roundtable discussion, but today instead, we are all about Maluka on this segment. And Maluka has agreed to sing for us again, and she has not told us what song she's going to do yet, so we're all anticipating. So, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Maluka. Home is behind the world ahead And there are many paths to tread Through shadow to the edge of night Until the stars are all alight Mist and shadow Cloud and shade All shall fade All shall fade (coughs) Sorry When the cold of winter comes Starless night will cover day <clears throat> In the veiling of the sun We will walk in bitter rain But in dreams, but in dreams I come hear your name and in dreams, and in dreams, we will meet again. When 
the seas and mountains fall And we come to end of days In the dark I hear a call Calling me there And I will go there And back again Awesome. <laughs> I was really surprised she sang one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, that was, that was awesome. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I am a giant Lord of the Rings junkie. Oh, man, we all are. Yeah, I assumed you guys would. <laughs> I, uh, you know, they, they had a special showing before they did the third movie in theaters where they did it for Select Cities. Yeah. It was a one-time engagement where they showed all three movies back-to-back. Yep. They showed the... Extended version of the first one and the second one in the theater. And then they showed us the third one an hour before anyone else got to see it. Wow. And it was all over the news, all that. I was on the news during that thing. My two best friends were dressed up as elves, and I was normal. And I felt embarrassed <laughs> for a little bit until I saw everybody else in line. <laughs> and then I felt embarrassed because I wasn't dressed exactly. up. Exactly. The team spirit. Where was it? <laughs> <sighs> I got the one interview because I was the one that didn't dress up. <laughs> You look like the more was, more responsible one. <laughs> Eleven hours in that theater, and I never had so much fun. Holy crap! Well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic song. Thank you, thank that, you so that much. That was awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. So no, much. My my pleasure, and thank you everybody in the chat room for for, right, for the clap, <laughs> the clapping, and the <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to go ahead and open up some questions to the chat room. But as they get their questions coming in, guys, what do you have anything you want to ask her? Uh, I have to unfuck up myself over this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lou, what about you? You got any? You got any questions? I'm still in shock and awe. Still I mean, this is yeah. yeah. It was that was just beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Nightmare in the chat room is asking, why did you have to make me QQ? <laughs> <laughs> I guess my eye, I'm cheering up now. I'll be right back. Liz, our, our little our resident superhero fan, asked, if you were a superhero, which one would you be? Oh, fantastic question. And I had actually thought about this recently, and I can't remember the conclusion I arrived to. Um, that's a good... Oh, damn. <laughs> well, I have one on that subject to let you have a little bit more time to think about it. Have you ever tried using your powers of singing for evil? <laughs> like, I once, I once wrote a, a song making fun of a friend, but 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 in a good spirit. You know, he he heard it. He still reminds me this day because it it was kind of like with bad words and, and, and things like that. And he reminds me about it. I get so embarrassed. <laughs> I can't believe I did that, but I think that's the most evil thing I have done with music. <laughs> well, I, I, can, I can actually see, I could, I could picture Maluka just walking into a store and there being a long line at the counter and she just starts singing. Everyone starts crying. She just walks up and checks out and she can just get out of the place quickly. <laughs> Chris Priam asks, well, since you have shown a willingness to do Lord of the Rings, could you do a cover of the song Into the West? I could I could try. Let let me get back to you on that because it is you know, fr- from what I remember the melody it's kind of the the range is a bit wide. Cuz it's like that that's the one, right? That, yep, yeah. that's the one. And, and I my voice is on the lower side so I don't know if I could hit those notes properly. 
without embarrassing myself. Uh, so I, I will definitely check it out. And um, I'm what they call an audiophile. So all I can do is give me a little bit of a, a tune of something, and I can tell you exactly what song it's from. Really? <laughs> In yeah, most cases, I have like something like fifteen thousand different songs on my iTunes that are everything from uh, a little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. R- rock, rap, anything <laughs> from Celtic, <laughs> Celtic orchestra, you name it. I have everything. I have a, a really bad memory for a lot of things, like information and stuff, but not not for melodies. Uh, and and I don't know if I can identify them like like you can and say, oh, this is from this, this is from that. But I can sing them back. You know, I, I remember watching movies when I was like uh, a movie when I was like nine or so, and I still remember the theme song from it. And I only watched it once. You know, that kind yeah. of that kind of thing. Not all, not all firm- the time, but but often. I am a very creative person, and to me, and I, I stand by this 100%, music is a, is a window to the imagination. It's a window to emotion. So when you hear a song that, that is, that is, is sad-based, what comes into your head? You start thinking about sad things, that imagination, your imagination starts flowing towards that. People listen to death metal, things like that, because they want to get angry. That's what songs are for. They're a gateway to emotion, so... And I think you do a fantastic at that. Thank you. Thank you very much. I definitely agree with you that they can express maybe in more detail that that doesn't necessarily have to do with... I mean, lyrics can be very moving, of course, but there is something about melody that, that at least for me, you know, the the coolest compliment that I have gotten for for the Dragonborn video and the other ones is that that people write in saying they got goosebumps or that they they were moved by it. and, And that, to me, makes me feel really great because the the original music has that effect on me and um and yeah i I definitely it's just very interesting to be aware of of the effect that that music can have on you and and i just really enjoy thinking about it and and and, you know sometimes i don't know if this has ever happened to you guys but you listen to a song that you associate with a certain time that maybe wasn't the best time and you start remembering all these things but it's it's it feels good to analyze them, you know, time time later with with the reminder of the music because you get to live them a little bit better than than just thinking of them. And um, I think it's it's healing, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, and I'm babbling. <laughs> well, speaking of the power of of lyrics, um, I think I, I sent a message to you on Twitter, or at least I think we spoke on Skype at one point, and I want to bring it up again. The um, the uh, the song you made for uh, for Mass Effect Three. Um, yeah. which, I, which is it's it's the I hate the fact that the name escapes me right now. I, I really apologize. Reignite, yeah. Thank you, reignite. Um, the lyrics to that song and that song itself um, replaced my favorite of your songs. Um, it is now my favorite song that you have you have done. It's absolutely beautiful. And but what's what makes it my favorite is how. Um, just empowering it is especially when you listen to the lyrics and so much so where i i showed i i showed jenny my girlfriend um i let her listen to that song and she invigorated her when she she heard that song and it, she was able to come up with you know uh, a new a new way to get to her her goal at the time and mm-hmm. she she certainly achieved it and she always said like you know it was because of that song that i was able to Kind of like pull myself up by the boot heels a little, uh, a little bit, and uh, and come up with this solution. 
That's incredible. And it was and, because uh, of you. Yeah. I, I think that, that... Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. I was trying to move the conversation a little bit more towards back to the questions in the, in the chat room mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, we have a question from Cyrock who said a little while ago, what is your favorite race in Skyrim? Well, I only have a Breton Mage character so far, so I could not really say other than that. I mean, I like them because they have, you know, the extra magic and stuff. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that that's the only thing I've played. I really do have to make another character so that I can get the, the full experience of, of the game. And finish the, the dark the brotherhood. brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see really any more relevant Back questions. Back to the superhero question. It's a yeah, tough yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I think Superman is awesome. Like Superman's powers, because he's like indestructible and he can fly. So I would, I think I would like to fly. Like a lot of people would say, I will tell you this: that when I was a baby, I would be called the Hulk because I guess I was born with something that made my skin a little bit green. <laughs> and so Hulk, since they told me this, and, and they they would like say it jokingly when I was a kid, and I've sort of grown up with that in my family. It, Hulk has a very special place in my heart because of that. <laughs> And he's awesome too. Uh, Liz is is uh, echoing some some questions that were also asked earlier. She's she's uh, reiterating them. One of them is, um, you know, Skyrim is divided into different holds um, areas in Skyrim. What what is your favorite one so far that you've seen, or a least favorite? Like, do you mean like like White White Run? Is that a yeah, hold? Like, I don't know like what's yeah. Like that. Yep. Yes, definitely White Run. For some reason, is is my favorite. Um, I'm with you on that. I I, I like the, the town section of, of Solitude, like where the shops are and stuff, the way they're laid out. But I have problems always getting lost in the city and <laughs> finding places. Um, but uh, starting up Dawnguard again, going to Riften, um, to that city. Um, I don't know if that's considered a hold. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite quest line? I am not sure. Because I played so long ago. Okay. I think, yeah, I, I am very sorry not to have an, an answer on that. I mean, I think that the main quest for me was was really fun and, and getting to see the the whole end of, of the game um, when you start that descent into where you, you know, finish the, the game and stuff like that, the, the quest, the main quest line, that part was just pretty spectacular for me. <laughs> very nice. So, uh... Let's talk about yourself a little bit more. Um, what about some recent projects and future projects that you're thinking about getting into? Well, recent projects... Well, I, I, I'm definitely um, really excited about working on, on Tale of, of the Tongues. Like I, I think I mentioned on Facebook that, that the arrangement for it is done. I, I think it's done. You know, I still have this little feeling that, that there's something that could be better about it. Um, but I need to be able to record it. I just have issues with my guitar right now. I'm not able to, to connect it. I was just playing like guitar mm-hmm. and voice into a mic and, and I need to, uh, to be able to connect it to record for the YouTube videos because that's just more comfortable. Um, so yes, I'm excited about Tale of, of the Tongues. I'm also ex- really excited to share the, the Dragon Tongue song I wrote in, in knee rehab. Um, that that has been great. Just trying to struggle with all the <laughs> the words, and um, that has been a lot of fun. Oh, you and do it expertly, though. I mean, I, I we we joke around with our ridiculous Nord voices on the show and struggle with that. 
here you are, you know, you're singing in the dragon voice, uh, the dragon language, and it's like, oh. <laughs> it's, it, I yeah. think that the, the Spanish speaking helps a lot because a, a lot of the, I, I'm able to identify certain pronunciations and associate them to Spanish ones. And that's why I think, I mean, I think I sound decent, you know, I'm, you know, probably somebody who speaks it better is like, oh, a ridiculous girl. But, <laughs> but, but at least, I mean, I mean to say that it's, it feels easier to not have to worry so much about certain pronunciations because I already know them, you know, from my whole life. Do you have any uh, future plans that you're ex- excited about? or? I am very, very excited to work on, on a new album. I have been, you know, part of what I shared at the beginning that, that I haven't been playing as much and, and I, I, I've noticed that I've kind of, um, I don't know if the, if the word re- retract exists, le- le- like I am I- isolating myself a little bit even because mm-hmm. I've just been writing so much. I, I you know, I, I had recorded an album many years ago and, and never really thought that I was going to be motivated to do another record. And so I, I feel like a lot of years of, of thoughts and feelings are, are all in my head and I've just been writing a lot about that. And I, I can't tell you how happy I am because I really didn't expect to feel this way about writing music for myself. That's awesome. And like like always, you have the backing of Quest Gaming Network and we wish you the best. Thank in you your guys. Future endeavors. Thank you. And if you get an album out, let us know and we'll promote it for you. I appreciate that. I will keep you guys posted with all the info as soon as I, I know how I am going to do this. <laughs> you got it. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, wrap this up? I no just thank you guys so much for for inviting me and for for even though I I am not the expert in the down guard expansion. You're <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. We had a great time having you on again. It's yeah, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you to everybody in the chat and I know some people there from Facebook and I know that it's super incredibly ridiculously late where you guys are. So that just means the world to me and and you are awesome. Thank you. Do you want to tell everybody how to reach you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at maluka.com. Uh, no, there's no dot com. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at maluka on Twitter. And my Facebook page is facebook.com slash maluka7. For some reason, maluka was taken. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so those are or, or my blog, maluka.com. And uh, that's where you can get, you know, the free downloads of the covers I've shared as well as, you know, personal blogs about feelings and stuff <laughs> and um yeah so all those places contact me let me guys let me know how you guys are doing and um and yeah oh, we're gonna get you on again soon of course as soon as i as soon as i get what would you say like 10 hours 20 hours how long is that? <laughs> like by the way i can't remember it, they approximately 10 to 15 hours 10 to 15 hours okay so then let me finish and then we can talk <laughs> Not that it's, it's a date <laughs> yes just in case anyone in the, in the audience was was wondering, she spells Maluka M A L U K H. Because I'm I'm bad at spelling and I misspelled your name a couple of times before in the past. So no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Maluka, for coming on. Thank we you. We really guys. appreciate it. Everyone else, hang tight, and we'll be right back with the crafting table. Take care, guys. Bye, chat. I love you, chat. <laughs> And here we are in the crafting table, and today we have a special mod to talk about, created by one of our own in the Quest Gaming Network, about what, Yvarlin? Well, have I got a mod for you. 
<laughs> QGN hosts from Elder Scrolls OTR in Skyrim by the Merce, aka Fred. I believe he actually his name is like iPhone. Uh, yeah, but he recently <laughs> he changed it up. Yeah, he changed, he changed it, it up. Back, he changed it to Vermeers. Yeah, to it totally Vimers. was iPhone when he first put it, it on. It was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, um, we <laughs> Fred made a mod, and we've been talk we talked a little bit about it, you know, during the course of the show. But Fred made a mod that includes all all of us. <laughs> we're all, we're, yeah, we're all in it. So. Uh, yeah, you you heard that right. You can have Joe the Widget Wilson, Navarwin, Louis Olan, and Dave Deenforce Adams, the hosts. As he calls uh, Loremaster Lou is his name in the game. Yeah, his name is Loremaster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hel- the hosts of Elder Scrolls OTR join you on your adventures in Skyrim. The mod even includes other hosts from the network as well, such as Liz, Mistress Laveau Jurgens, Dan Boontini Wilson, and even Bo Bender. Now, it's a work in progress. More is going to be added. Uh, watch out for the painted cows, of course. And uh, we got a, we got a couple of, uh, of features here for you um, as well. And I just want to kind of like read off like where we are and, and all this. So you can find all of the uh, QGN followers, all right, in Riverwood, at the River, Riverwood Inn. Okay. Uh, now, Fred has also uh, mentioned on this mod that uh, in order to have both Widgetbane and another follower, you must recruit Widgetbane first. He counts as your animal slot. So, no dogs with Widgetbane. So, he's kind of like a reskinned dog. And Widgetbane is what um, <laughs> what Joe had said earlier in the show is <laughs> the mini cow. The mini cow is it's the mini painted cow that killed uh, that killed Joe's Uber. And you can find him actually behind the inn outside. Yeah, exactly. they can't keep him inside or else he'd kill the Joe NPC. Yeah, it was not a good thing. Fred tried and it just kept on murdering him. So. <laughs> now, all the hosts are um, they're marked as, as important or, or critical, uh, so we, they, they don't actually die. So don't be afraid to, to take them out and, uh, and walk around with them. Um, Matthew Moat is, is also there as well. Uh, so we're, we're all there in the Riverwood Inn. Dancing and clapping along with the uh, the bards in Skyrim, um, and then you can ask us to follow you, and we'll we'll come along on your adventure. And but it doesn't just stop there either. We all have different attacks. Um, I think my character is supposed to be a paladin, so I have healing spells. Um, I believe uh, Loremaster Olan, I believe, is a healer as well. He must. He, I think he's like a no, no. He, he's he's a straight attack. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, a he's a mage, dude. Mage. He's he uses he uses yeah. the lightnings as the lightnings <laughs> unlimited power unlimited power. <laughs> Liz is a caster as well. Cast- Dan was supposed to be nothing but a healer, but I guess he's kind of broken right now. Yeah, oh. Dan's broken. So he was made into a a rogue in the last patch. Okay, yeah, I see that here. Converted Dan into a rogue character. Hey, just so you and know, yes, you find Liz behind the bar. <laughs> Matthew Moat is also in there. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yep. He's an archer, a sneaky, sneaky archer like myself. In in that. Uh, now, Joe, what, what's um? I know they've got you, Dave. Uh, Fred's got you in the Dark Brotherhood outfit. What uh, mm-hmm. what what does your character do now? Because the last time I I was able to play the game, none of these updates had had been done. So like everyone was just kind of like you know they pull out a, a sword or something and and that was it. So like, what is your my guy's a sneaky, sneaky archer. He's a uh, assassin archer. Okay. Like how I play the game 
Anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. This is so cool. So if you enjoy the show, come check out. And, of course, if you play Skyrim on, on the PC, uh, it's, on, it's available on the, uh, the Steam Workshop. And uh, you can find us by typing in the search bar QGN Hosts uh, or the entire name, which is QGN Hosts from Elder Scrolls OTR. And we've got a, a bunch of pictures up there of all the different hosts scrolling as well. Oh, my God. Widget Bane is hysterical. Yeah, he is. <laughs> we even had a, a rather touching uh, screenshot come in from Jeff Boyd, who yeah. uh, the title of it was Together Again in Skyrim, yeah. and it was him and Matthew Moat riding on a horse in Skyrim. Yeah. Oh, it's no, we have it right here, too. Is in, uh, yeah, I believe you put it up on the site. Did. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that shot. And he says another one with uh, that similar look, but with Widget Bane now. Yes. <laughs> oh my god uh, Fred has informed me that he's got a ton of plans for this mod it's going to only keep growing guys He's he did I believe like Friday he released version 1 and then 3 days later he had 1.1 out which included Widget Bane he called it the Wrath of Widget Bane absolutely <laughs> 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 named the Wrath of Widget Bane and then he added Boone and Bowbender um, he's got more people he's going to be adding in the future. He's going to eventually be doing voiceovers for all the staff on our characters. Oh, I cannot um, wait to do my Evarwin Lightbringer voiceovers. I can't. Oh my be so much God, I've, I've been practicing. Me. I've been practicing oh, my guy's voice a lot. Oh, me you too. Oh my God, I thought I was like a biggest <laughs> dork. I'd be, I'd be like on my way home from work, and I'd be like, "Your time has come. <laughs> There's no you escape for you." <laughs> You really want me to follow you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going all the way. Totally like ultra paladin. Hi there. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, and, and like I'm like trying to like tailor my my speech in game to be like you know ultra one on one. So like I'm definitely talking to like the Dovahkiin. So when you come and approach me as your as your as your guy, no no no. If I went for fun, I should do your paladin, and you should do my guy. I, I should do your guy. Gross. I will Ew. slay that pretty bunny for you. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> but it is too fluffy. <laughs> we totally need Rothgar in the game. Like, for real. <laughs> Rogart? Rogart, thank you. <laughs> Rothgar. That would be hilarious. Iron Giant. Yeah, Fred, get Rogart in there. I'll, I'll voice him. Lou, what do you got on this? You, you got something. You've been trying to get something out. Oh, no, 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 no. Just, uh, I actually went in there uh, earlier on today. Uh, speaking with Fred, I realized that initially I was like, where the heck is Liz? <laughs> oh, she's behind the bar. I'm like, oh, look at that. She's going to kick it back with the rest of Nord me in the air. I'm going, yeah, what? <laughs> Honestly, though, like, we've we've all seen our, our one little picture of Liz. Liz is, is, is gorgeous, and I don't think her character in Skyrim does her any justice whatsoever. Fred's got to work on that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to- my guy's a creepy elf sitting in the back corner yeah pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think i agree i love you guys i love you guys i'm just saying yeah <laughs> all right uh quest gaming network is now hiring three new hosts oh, <laughs> oh that's see i i can't fire ivarwin because he's equal with me so it doesn't work yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said it. I, you know, I won't be that obnoxious and <laughs> deny the fact that you could fire me. 
I can't. Uh, anyway, and like like I ever would, really. Oh. I Gross. think the. I think Lou's safe. Lou's safe for being fired. So Dave's really, still... you're, like I'm the only one you're putting your <laughs> finger out on this one. <laughs> Dave, take take solace in the fact that uh, no, I didn't choose you first. I chose uh, I chose Lou first. Man, no. you're lucky that we had this little <laughs> conversation about Bethesda earlier, or else I'd be able to t- flip a table right now. My table flip is on cool now. <laughs> uh, actually, I chose I chose Joe first. No, or was it Lou? I can't remember which one I chose first. It definitely wasn't Dave. If- wow. <laughs> I'd have to right, know that I, I, I used Liz. Liz is a beast. Liz makes things explode, which is kind of how I picture it in real life. You know, just like walking around and people just... Boom. See, what Fred needs to do for Matthew Moat, because we don't have really a voice for him, is just have him go pew-pew. Use that pew-pew sound effect every time he does his bow. Pew-pew. Pew. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, that is QGN Hosts from Elder Scrolls OTR in Skyrim by The Merce. V-E-M-E-R-C-E. Or just type in QGN hosts in uh, in Steam, and you will find our mod. Rate it up, leave a comment. It's a work in progress. And it's coming. And I, all right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the Elder Scrolls. A fragment of time, a piece of creation. A record of history. History itself. The Elder Scroll. And here we are in the Elder Scrolls. Alright, Lou. You ready? Ready to go. Ready? Ready? Set. Go! This could be a quick... An easy one, folks. I'm going to talk a little bit about Vermina, the mistress of nightmares, thief of memories, and she's got a whole lot of loose of other things, all of them equally bad. <laughs> all right, she's one of the ditch princes, and she's usually depicted physically as that of a female mage, usually with flowing robes, with deep, voluminous arms, and a staff. Now, her primary sphere of influence in Oblivion is generally considered to be of nightmares, psychological terror, torment, dreams, bringing evil omens, and stealing memories. Now, her name of her plane in Oblivion is called the Quagmire. Diggity. And it's often described as a constantly shifting nightmare realm. <laughs> she is one of the dating princes that is consistently depicted as evil or demonic. And she has a quite the penchant for psychological torture. Giggity. <laughs> Deja worshippers will offer pray to her just before going to bed, likely in the hopes of warding off any potential meetings with her during their rest. So, wow. Like, yeah. Now, are we talking about a character from in-game or my ex- ex-girlfriend? Wow. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey, you listening to this? What's up? Kelsey. Oh, now, Vermina is often said to be strongly connected with Magnus, which is the source of magic of Tamriel. There are scholars that believe that through their dreams, 
even those who aren't magically talented can slip into the quagmire diggity, and behold Ramina's <laughs> presence. I mean, you don't have to be made sensitive or tuned to magic in order to actually venture to her particular plane resistance. However, upon meeting her and speaking to her, Ramina will explain that mortals visiting her constantly in their nightmares, they speak to her in their sleep, and they often wake up in a cold sweat when they leave her presence. However, unlike lots of dreams, most people are unaware of this meaning because they can't remember anything that happened during the actual encounter. Although it has been said that after a true remembered encounter with this particular Jajajic Lord, her followers often claim that nothing unearned holds any fear for them because nothing can be as bad as being in her presence. So in essence, they've said, oh, I face hell. Aldwin, okay, whatever. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> now, if you're curious, if you haven't done it yet, you'll have a chance to actually interact with her <clears throat> in Dawnstar. Look for the quest, Waking Nightmare, which will take you to Nykala Temple. And you have a chance to get a Digic Artifact, which I didn't get, <laughs> fortunately, because I've totally forgot about that quest line, so I'm going to have to go back and work on the others now. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so be careful. You know, as a wise Khajiit would say, choose wisely. So that's Vermina. Really quick, easy summary. Hope you all enjoyed it. There's a lot more on them, uh, as well all of the Digit Princes. Hope it's what your appetite to actually go out and look for it. Very good. Let's go ahead. Thank you, Lou, very much. As always, you rocked it out, man. All right, let's go ahead and go on to the town square. Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. And here we are in the town square. Emails and iTunes shoutouts. And the producer's email of the week goes to Gary. And he wrote in saying, hey, guys, enjoying the podcast. We'll be listening all the way to 100. What about if we go to 101 and 102? I see how it is. Yeah, jeez. That's it. He's done with us. He's up to 100, and that's it. That's all he wants to listen to. So, <laughs> Just want to mention a place I stumbled upon, which I don't think has been mentioned yet, and would be a great place for those looking to boost their archery for free. Thinking of you, Joe. Word, buddy. Word. Word. The place is Anji's Cabin, spelled A-N-J-I which is south of Falkreath in the mountains. Anji is a Nord who is hiding out after killing a couple of Imperials. Firstly, there is an archery skill book there. When you speak to Anji, she offers to teach you archery. This is done by taking part in a target practice competition, a four-round competition that gets progressively harder, but each round you succeed at the, that you receive that gives you another free point in archery. So all in all, five points of free archery, including the book. Keep up the great work, Gary. Well, I'll I never, I never knew about this. Yeah, that's an archery competition. <laughs> I'm so there. <laughs> Especially now since I got the Nightingale bow from Carlia. Carlia. I improved it. Oh yeah, it's on <laughs> Ah, thank you very much for your email, Gary. I'm going to be looking this place up very, very soon on my next play. Uh, <laughs> Liz Giggity Pew. Our next email, Lou. All right, our next email comes from Connor M. Connor writes in, Hi guys. Hi Connor. Back- Hello Connor. Back in the day when you first played Skyrim Oblivion, did the game's atmosphere feel different to how it does after hours and hours of gameplay? Do you miss the feeling you originally had or got from the game? Plus, Maluka, your voice is awesome. Yes it is. 
Poke the World Skyrim is not too harsh on you. From Connor M. You know, that's a pretty... That is a pretty good question. Um, I guess for me, all the game, all the Elder Scrolls games have always felt great. You know, I, I was always felt well immersed into it. Like, you know, I, I could just imagine... Uh, I would literally be not keeping track of time, real-life time. And forgetting that, uh, you know, it was 10 o'clock at night when it started, and it's 6 o'clock in the morning, I have to get ready to go to class. <laughs> no. Go to college the next day. Oh, crap. I didn't do any of the work. And I still feel this way about Skyrim, too. I mean, there are days when I first played it, I, you know, it, it just makes me lose, you know, forget where I am. You know, uh, what do you guys think? I, I had a, a thought about this um, during the weekend when I was actually, when I was actually playing. And the thought was, was this. I couldn't believe how quickly I jumped back into Skyrim after probably about you know, two months of of playing just a couple of hours of Skyrim a week for the show, I got kind of nudged back into it. And I was thinking to myself, like, I can't get myself off of this game. It's out for nine months. I've been playing it every single week. If not for, you know, a couple of hours here and there, you know, hours and hours on end as well. And I still want to play this game just as much as I did back in the beginning of November. I mean, it's it's amazing, and um, I'm still discovering new things. Um, our next email, Dave. This one comes from Justin. Justin says, hey guys, just had two simple questions. Do you know if ESO is subscription-based? And also, regarding Bethesda, heard any Fallout 4 news? P.S. Dave, I want Dragon Mounts too, man. Yeah, Justin, Dragon Mounts would be a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Right now, we have no idea what kind of model they're going to be using for Elder Scrolls Online. If it's subscription or not. That's probably information they're not going to even release until next year at some point. Um, As for the Fallout news, I'm a huge Fallout fan. I've always been a huge Fallout fan. I have all the, the Fallout games. And one thing that you know, I was kind of upset with to begin with was Elder Scrolls Online was made out of the remnants of Fallout MMO. So to the best of my knowledge, ESO is what Fallout was going to be. Interesting thought. So I'm not sure if they even have any plans for another Fallout because the previous one just got worked into to Elder Scrolls. Interesting. I'm not sure if I completely agree with that. But. I'll be the first one to be like, oh my god, oh my god, it's Fallout when it, when it actually does come out, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got some of that. <laughs> so joining the Brotherhood of Steel. <laughs> okay, this one comes from Goss, and he says, Hello, Quest Gaming Network staff. First off, I am a huge fan and love hearing your shows, but I have a topic that you could discuss or just give me your thoughts on. What if Bethesda came to you and said, they had a new DLC, which would be an amazing giant expansion, like Volenwood or something. They were going to have it be one platform exclusively for the first two weeks, then the other two, they asked you to choose which platform it would be, PC, PS3, or Xbox. Nice to hear your, so- your thoughts on this, your biggest fan, Gus. Gus, right now... Simple. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Nope. Okay. I say that the... Answer for me is simple. If they had to do a switch, I, I, I should be telling them, you know, don't. 
don't do exclusives at all. But if they had to do an exclusive, I would say PS3 because they deserve it the most. <laughs> Sorry, for I didn't mean to interrupt. But. <laughs> um, I, I kind of, I kind of fall in the exact. You gave my answer. I was going to say, um, if you're going, don't do an exclusive. Oh, we have to. Okay, well then, well then, uh, here's let's do this. If you're going to do an exclusive, you pick the console, guys. <laughs> uh, s- Skype just cut out on that. Did it? Yeah. Uh, all, all I heard was, you pick the console, guys. Oh, Thanks. that's awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said, you pick the console, guys. All right. However, just make sure that you've released the game for all consoles when you say you're going to. Hmm. Right. Or at least if you're, you know, if you are going to do an exclusive, be prepared to say that. Yes, it's ready to go right now on all three platforms. However, since we sign an exclusive deal with whoever, it's going to release this platform first. Okay, I, I, you know, I really one of my biggest fears right now is hearing Bethesda say, in regards to going back to Don Guard, saying, "Well, you know, we only really did it for Xbox first. Uh, we really are still in the midst of doing it for PS3 and PC, and that would just really set me over on the edge." Saying so, it's not even ready for the two platforms. I so. think you can. I think you can assume that at this point. All right, our final email of this episode comes in to us from Rhiannon. Rhiannon, am I saying that right? Rhiannon. R H I Rhiannon. Rhiannon M. Rhiannon M from the UK North. Rihanna. They say hi, amazing Skyrim podcasters. Love the podcast. I discovered it about a month ago and have listened to every episode. Thank you. I just wanted to add my two pence worth about this game. Everyone praised Bethesda for the amazing graphics in their games. However, there is another area in which Bethesda games stand ahead and shoulders above other games, and that is the realm of directional audio. I am severely visually impaired, but I play this game through the sound effects. When a bandit coughs in the next room, I can hear exactly which direction it is in. I mention this partly because I feel they deserve praise for allowing RPG players like myself into the game, but also in the hopes that this will be fe- be a feature in the Elder Scrolls Online when it comes out, since that would allow players like me into the party. Ah, yeah, you know. A lot of people take the audio for granted, because people who have really good vision, that's the first thing that they, they come to grasp is, okay, well, these visuals are amazing, and they don't, and the, the audio is always a second nature thought. But I can understand for you that this would be actually a big deal, and you're right. The audio is extremely impressive. Um, I've actually gotten a couple of audio enhancing mods that I use as well, and it just pops the game out even more. Yeah, it's one of the few things that, you know, when playing my assassin character, realizing that you can actually sit still for a minute and actually just tune into the background noise and actually hear when someone's actually approaching you, to actually hear that, that difference, that rising cadence of sound. When that puts it closer or further away, and you know, yes, it helps plot the the hapless murder of somebody on my character. But yeah, it is one aspect of the game I think is overlooked that people just take for granted. Any other thoughts, guys? <clears throat> no, no, I, I I agree with you know with this individual. Um, yeah, and and also Joe, Joe, with you, uh, I think the the audio is something that I think it's one of those things where if you notice the audio, it's not right. Yeah, it, it feels. Like you're actually there. Exactly. And I really hope they use this kind of feature in Elder Scrolls Online. 
I don't I'm, see why I'm they sure. wouldn't, though. Yeah. All right, our five-star review shout-outs. Take it away, Mr. Olan. All right, thank you, Joe. Uh, five-star review shout-outs. America. Procreate. Sub Proto. Colts Rock 11. Colts. Okay, we'll have a talk later on between you and me. <laughs> OS Lowly. The Redhead Wonder. J5002. Oh, Happy Smurf 98. From our friends across the pond, the UK. Wow. Remorse X. David B. Casualty 35. Yeah, Happy Smurf, as in opposite of pissed off Smurf. Um, <laughs> our final thoughts, gentlemen. Um, again, I'd like to thank Maluka for coming on today. It's always a pleasure to have her on the show. Especially hearing that song. That was actually fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I was actually... <laughs> I was too, Lou. I was I too. I was affected. I was affected. You know, she's right. The melody and music, they have such a way of moving people. It just... It was amazing. I, I was so glad to be here tonight to actually like, see her for the first time or hear her for the first time. And despite being PO'd all day today about the news from Bethesda regarding Dongard, it took me a lot of effort to calm down to not be <clears throat> as... Uh, angry as I was earlier while on the show today. But um, hopefully we'll get proper information from Bethesda soon. Yvarwin? Um, yeah, I do want to mention one thing. We we had an email that we didn't inc- I didn't include in, in the show, um, but I, I want to I bring this up. Looking back at all the shows that, that we've done and then the, you know, having... Having you know Dave come in additionally, and then um, I just want to say that I feel really, really blessed to have the amount of episodes that we've done so far with with you guys. And um, you know, this was the second time that we had Luca on, um, who's been who's someone that we've all admired for for a while, and then we we were given the chance to befriend <clears throat> and. Um, you know, I'm taking this chance right now to to recognize, honor, and celebrate those little milestones that we've all shared together, despite what everyone else around us in our personal lives have have told us about podcasting and the waste of time that we're doing <clears throat> doing this, and then turning that around, flipping it on its head, and actually making this into something more than just worthwhile—a potential side career or a, a full career for some of us—and um, Someone had mentioned in that that email I'm referencing is that, you know, it it feels like listening to family. I feel like that. You know, um, you guys, I feel very close to you guys now. And I feel very, very blessed and honored to have been given the chance to meet you and work with you and uh, and develop a, a nice, strong bond. And I look forward to honoring that and doing even more episodes for as long as we possibly can going forward and and forging new uh, friendships with other people out there drawn to us because of this game and and uh, um, and the series. I love you too, man. <laughs> <clears throat> you deep, bro. I couldn't agree more. Mm, definitely, Lou. Wow, how do I follow up with something like that? That was just uh, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> all I can say is, you know, we had a lot of, I guess, anger and frustration vented today because of what's happened with Dawnguard expansion for the PC and PS3. But in the end, you know, we're just 
venting our frustration because, you know, we love this game so much. We want to see that content. All we ask is, you know, give us something to work with. You know, let your fan base know what's going on. You know, keep us in the loop. They'll keep us hanging. And, you know, I am just really bleeping glad tonight I was here to, you know, hear the bar of Skyrim come on our Skype call and sing for us. You know, draw and her, her dragon, a little horse, and her felt and herself on that little. Oh my god! Sorry, I'm gushing right now, but <laughs> if you don't know what that is, because it's not in the show proper, it will be in the outtakes. Yeah, <laughs> stay tuned to the very end. We totally have a, a me and a Maluka have a drawing fight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, one of my my favorite episodes so far for the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know this has come up on a lot of our podcasts lately, and I know we're being critical of this, but this, what happened today, the issue with Dawnguard is not the failure of the, the listeners. It's not the failure of the people who want to play this game. The failure is on the part of Bethesda either to not recognize that it doesn't matter what system you're playing, that you... Sh- if you want to play their game, they should make it available to you. That is the first failure. The second failure is communication. They are not giving a clear and reasonable answer, and you as a listener should be able to say, hey dude, that's not cool. It doesn't matter what you're playing. You need to stand up for your your fellow gamers and say, hey man, this is not cool. And as for the part of Maluka... I totally started tearing up, and uh, I, re- I really hope you didn't catch that when I was, like, boohooing during her singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hacked into your mic, Dave, and you were here you going. <laughs> anyway. I, I totally was crying. Frodo, no! <laughs> Eve Larwin, how about you take us out with how to reach us, buddy? Sure. Elderscrollsofftherecord.com. 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 That's our website. Elderscrollsofftherecord.com. You can find the show there. Uh, the QuestGamingNetwork.com. QuestGamingNetwork.com is our portal site. You can find all of our shows for the network there. Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com is our email. If you want to send us an email, say how much we suck, say how much you love us, say how much much truly is. Send us an email at Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com. Please take our radio survey. It's found on all of our websites that you can find at questgamingnetwork.com. Takes about five minutes, usually less. It's extremely important to us and comes, uh, between that and the five-star reviews, we're able to figure out exactly what you guys want and where you want it. We're happy to put it there. Don't forget our other shows. Diablo Off the Record records Friday at 6 p.m. Minecraft Off the Record, Sundays at 7. SWOTOR Reforged, Mondays at 7. All recorded live at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. At 7 p.m., all right. Uh, all times are Eastern as well, I should say. Twitter. We are tweeters. Twitter. We like Twitter. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is at Elder Scrolls O T R. 
at Elder Scrolls. Okay, <laughs> giggity. At Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe Wilson can be found at author J.R. Wilson, A-U-T-H-O-R, J.R. Wilson, A-U-T-H-O-R, J.R. Wilson. Ivarwin, which is me, I can be found at Ivarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lou is at GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-1-1-B, because A was taken. And Dave can be found at D-Enforce. D-I-E-N. Force. We gotta find a way to mute him. <laughs> <laughs> I actually secretly hope he does that every time I announce his Twitter. <laughs> At the Enforce. I'll just. Uh, no. Okay. Joe, go ahead. <laughs> Eldest Rules Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Mill Earth Network. I just want to say, who's raw, you all, next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Have a good night, everyone. Glad to be here. See you all next week. Who's Rhoda? Bio. Giggity. I've missed y'all. <laughs> Someone better warn Maluka when she comes in. We're full of piss and vinegar today. Maluka's going to be like, I missed you people! And then she's going to be like, I don't remember Dean, but that bastard's crazy! (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Sorry. Could you imagine watching Phelps go at it and just have... (laughs) In the background? Oh, oh, get the sound bites from uh, Ace Ventura. Who are you, sir? I'm the Dolphin Trainer. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my number. And call me. Okay. What have we been challenged with? We have been challenged by the listeners to draw ourselves riding dragon mounts. Okay. You have two minutes. All right, I'm going. Opening paint now. Set. Go. I do not have paint. I use a Mac. (laughs) There's no paint. There's totally Mac paint, isn't there? There is. Okay, use that. I I will use an iPad thing. Okay, use the iPad thing. Uh, so you need to send me the file in, in Skype so I can show the chat room. Oh. Okay, I'll figure it out. Alright. They're having a draw off of our one. So how come I can't see the draw off? Because we're still drawing! Back off, homie! Dave's, Dave's intent in his stick figures. Dave's lost in his virtual Etch-A-Sketch world right now. I'm winning. I'm winning! <laughs> <laughs> My dragon looks like a cow. <laughs> run, Joe, run! Pain. Run, Joe! <laughs> run! <laughs> no, you guys, this, this is... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so wrong. Where's where's Liz? We we should add Liz to the to the call for a few minutes. No. <laughs> even a second thought. Not even a second thought. We're all like, no. <laughs> Hold on, I put too many feet on the dragon. I think they have feet and, and wings, right? They have legs and wings. <laughs> yes. Normally four. <laughs> okay, it's gonna have extra limbs. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. <laughs>
I want to bottle her. It's the elder bug dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. This is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally ending up with me writing Charizard, and I'm liking it more and more. Charizard. <laughs> 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 In fact, I think this is pretty neat now. <laughs> Trogdor! Trogdor! <laughs> Burninating the countryside! Oh, what the crap. Well, now you work. Oh, poor How are we minutes. doing on time? How are we doing on time? You guys got 30 seconds. Ah, oh, keep... Come on, give us another minute. No, you guys... I had technical issues. I'm not this bad, <laughs> okay, but I okay. had technical issues. Another minute. Another minute. Another minute. Another minute. No, no, no. Oh, Bonus God. round. What the heck is that? Son. Oh, <laughs> it's like I never attended kindergarten. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Sudden death sketch. I'll take. Ah, no. <laughs> In this corner, Dave the Enforce Adams. So unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Was your bike have cerebral palsy? What the hell? <laughs> I don't even want to say <laughs> Send it, send it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I usually do better drawings than this. Not by much, but better. Hey, it's two minute challenge. <laughs> Or more like three minutes now. No, it's just I used an app. I don't know how it works. <laughs> no. Super bad. Oh, I should <laughs> add more than one wing on my dude, shouldn't I? And time. No! no! <laughs> <laughs> this is just... Send in your drawings to Skype. <sighs> no, no, no. This is... I. <laughs> Dave no, I, I want a rematch when I am not worried about things. Because <laughs> this is absolutely horrible. There's just That's nothing, the best part. There's just nothing right about it. Oh, hold on. <laughs> can, can you write something in the conversation we had so I can send this? Because I can't find it. I, I, will, I totally will give you a rematch one day in the future if you send it. It's for everybody to see now. If I what? If you send your, your your drawing that for everybody to see now, I'll, yes, I'll let you I will. Know. No, 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 I will. Um, I just need to. Oh, there we go. I couldn't find the right window. Oh my god, I have an actual Maluka print. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Here is Dave's drawing. Hers is gonna blow mine out of the water. Ah, uh, no, this is fabulous. <laughs> this is Dave's entry. I, no, I feel so horrible now. I, we need a rematch. <laughs> it is Charizard. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> I totally drew the Minecraft me. That is fantastic. It's Ethernet port. <laughs> All right, next one. And Maluka's entry. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resize the brush. It was horrible. It's <laughs> a fantastic. Oh my god. It, it's missing a little bit of color. <laughs> it's missing a little All bit right. of form. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are, side by side, everybody. And the winner is you choose. Uh, 
Maluka, you know, this is very avant-garde. You're saying... Yeah, I was about I, to say that. You could probably sell Malukas and, you know, totally cheese it up for being, like, some amazing artist's drawing. Yeah. Mine <laughs> totally still looks like a four-year-old drew it. Dave, Dave, don't say that. We're going to take this. Cap. We're going to put it right here in the refrigerator so we can see it every day, okay? Uh, all right, right. train. Thanks for making me feel like <laughs> Rick Joseph. All right, well, half and half, so we'll call it a draw. No, I think he wins. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Who's <laughs> <laughs>